The Country Sport Breakfast on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. colliersrural.co.nz 17 minutes to 9 o'clock. Right, let's catch up with our News Talk ZB chief political reporter, Aaron Darman. Uh, good morning, Aaron. How are you going? Good morning, Craig. Very good. Uh, not feeling too tired after what was uh, a reasonably uh, late night yesterday after Jacinda Ardern's valedictory, then working away and then uh, also attending her farewell event here at Parliament. Yeah, did you get invited to the after drinks? I did, I did. And um, it was it was really nice. It was one of those moments where you kind of go, how did I end up in the room here with all these, uh, well, rather important people, uh, including, obviously, the current Prime Minister, including Jacinda Ardern. Uh, Jacinda Ardern refusing to speak. Uh, I think she really wanted to let her valedictory do the talking, but some others spoke, and uh, it was it was a really nice way, I think, to send her off. And what about the speech itself? Uh, what did you make of that? Yeah, it was it was always going to be uh, a, a classic Jacinda Ardern speech, and by in saying that, uh, I mean it was going to land, I think, well with people. Uh, I think she's an excellent communicator, uh, and uh, as people started to flood into the public gallery, it was packed. Uh, packed out at Parliament uh, in the debating chamber in the House. Uh, as much as I've ever seen it, uh, media sort of clambering over each other to get the best shot. Uh, and as she started, it was kind of a, a ho-hum of, of valedictories. It was very standard. It was kind of going through the achievements. And of course, when you give a valedictory, there was always the risk of trying to make a point, to try to kind of, I guess, stick it to the man and say, look, um, you know, these are the things that I have achieved. Remember me on that platform, but she started to, over time, reflect more uh, personally. She made notes that, look, uh, she, she'll happily be known not as an ex-Prime Minister uh, to Neves, but instead just as Neves' mum. Uh, she paid tribute to her family. She also said that uh, during uh, the COVID response, she once uh, had basically her mum sending her text messages every day uh, of support, uh, just kind of little messages uh, that uh, that kept her going, and one of them, and this was met with uh, with roaring laughter from across the house, was even Jesus had people that didn't like him, uh, and and I think um, it was those kind of anecdotes that really brought the speech to life. And then at the end, and I'll read you out of it because I thought it was really powerful. She said, "Look, I do hope I have demonstrated something else entirely other than what people might define uh, me in this place." And it's quote that you can be anxious, sensitive, kind, and wear your heart on your sleeve. You can be a mother or not, an ex-Mormon or not, a nerd, a crier, a hugger. You can be all of these things. And not only can you be here, you can lead just like me. And as she said, just like me, her voice started to falter, and you just saw the emotion really coming out for Jacinda Ardern and for her long-standing deputy prime minister, uh, over the last couple of years, Grant Robertson, who was sitting next to her. And it really summed up her term for me. It was she, she, she really tried to be strong in times of real difficulty for this country. Uh, but as on her own admission, she at times also faltered. She didn't always get things right. Uh, but I think she'll hope to be remembered as a prime minister that was human. And if that's, I think, how she's remembered, then I think she'll be, uh, she'll be very pleased indeed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well said. Uh, also, tell us a little bit about your exclusive on on China's uh, CCT cameras. Yeah, look, there are some concerns over these security cameras made by Chinese Communist Party-linked companies. They're being installed, we revealed this week, in government departments and in the home 
of a Kiwi MP. Now, at least 120 hike vision or Dahua cameras are set up across New Zealand Police, Department of Conservation, Ministry of Social Development and Oranga Tamariki. Now, the issue is that the manufacturers are both partly state-owned by the CCP and hike vision has also faced allegations of aiding Beijing and oppressing minorities, monitoring protesters, which it has denied. The big ticket here is that in Australia, in the US and in the UK, there are all bans of some form, whether that's in British government buildings, whether that's in Australian government buildings, whether that's in some states or some areas of the US. So these are cameras that have come under fire and under scrutiny. And I've been working on this story for a number of months, looking into exactly where they might be in New Zealand within government departments. And then, of course, that's right this week, revealing that they are indeed here. And uh, and for many of the government departments, they've indicated, look, these are legacy cameras. They're potentially not even connected to the internet. So when we started to talk to the Minister in Charge of Intelligence Agencies, Andrew Little, he indicated, look, we actually don't know how many cameras there are out there. Uh, and he was saying it's rather unlikely that they'll do an audit at all because, well, in many ways, they wouldn't know where to start. That's not entirely the most reassuring thing. Um, National and the opposition and a number of parties have called for a full audit. Let's figure out how many there are. Let's figure out whether or not they're connected to the internet because that is the real risk when it comes to surveillance. Uh, Beijing, they've hit, they've hit back. Uh, they kind of called out the story as baseless accusations. Uh, they, uh, they said to me, well, not to me, but in, in a statement, they said the author uh, is uh, clearly stuck in the Cold War era. I would just uh, push back on that, that I don't think I was born in the Cold War era, um, nor was I alive. Um, but indeed, the groundless accusations claim as well. I mean, the story itself is very much based on fact. The government departments have confirmed to me they have those cameras. The question is whether or not we want to have those cameras in New Zealand. And that's an open question. That's for the government to decide, not for me. Um, but China's certainly not happy um, with that reporting this week. And uh, it'll be interesting now to see where this story goes, because it was the hot topic on Tuesday with the Prime Minister and a number of other MPs responding to it. Uh, whether or not an audit happens, whether or not the opposition continues calling for an audit, and whether or not we're satisfied with, with having these cameras on our shores. Yeah, very well done. Uh, great work on that. Um, thanks for joining us today, and you have a great long weekend. You too. Thanks, Craig.